ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome everyone to Talking Smack! And I'm your host, the Moskane. Thank you for joining. What an interesting smackdown we had here tonight. Wow, we're about to talk all about it. Uh, please welcome back the one and only Hillbilly Elroy. Well, thank you, boss, for that popular introduction right there. I definitely appreciate it. But I tell you what, SmackDown was definitely interesting here tonight, boss. They definitely stepped it up again, and uh, I can't wait to talk about it with you, boss. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what did you think of uh, SmackDown here tonight? I definitely thought that SmackDown was the most interesting show here tonight. I mean, along with Monday Night Raw last night, and then here tonight on SmackDown, again, showing reason why we love tuning in for SmackDown. We just got a fantastic show here tonight, boss. Indeed we did. Let's talk about it. Uh, we kick off tonight with Shane McMahon coming out. We hear his theme song, Here Comes the Money. And Shane McMahon comes out. And he announces that uh, we will find out who Daniel Bryant opponent will be at Fastlane here tonight. He also uh, announces, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, we will see some more NXT superstars from last night that appeared uh, last night on Monday Raw, they are DIY, Ricochet, Aleister Black, uh, performing here tonight on SmackDown. This Shane McMahon said he was so impressed that we're going to see him again here tonight on SmackDown. Also, the Miz came out here. Uh, he seemed very upset that they lost uh, and disappointed and frustrated that they lost their tag team uh, championship uh, at the Elimination Chamber. And then uh, what happened next is uh, the Miz convinces Shane McMahon to do a rematch. And then the Usos come out and uh, they end up uh, engaging here uh, with Shane McMahon. And able to, they came out here badgering the Miz, making fun of him. Of the, and then Shane McMahon announces that, uh, okay, we're going to have that match at Fastlane for the Tag Team Championships. So we're going to see Shane McMahon and the Miz versus the Usos. For the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships of the World. How awesome is that match going to be? Uh, he'll play work. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I think it's going to be absolutely fantastic. But uh, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, Shane McMahon and the men's are going to be able to do it. But I, I really believe that the Usos will probably still retain their championship balls. We'll have to wait and see. Okay, I'm, I am looking forward to that contest, though. It's going to be interesting. Okay, uh, we kick off tonight here on SmackDown. And we see the sinister Aleister Black theme song come hits his music, and Aleister Black comes out to kick off SmackDown, and he defeats Agrati Sinamis in eight minutes and forty-one seconds. What did you think of this contest uh, here, Hibble Airwork? Well, I thought it was absolutely a fantastic match, and we saw Aleister Black come out there and deliver that black mask right there. And after he delivers a kick like that, you're definitely not going to be able to recover from a kick like that, boss. It's lights out. It's all over. And what I mean, it was a great match to see. And it's always fun to see Alistair Black in action. Boy, did he ever look so ever so good here and so dominant here tonight, boss. I agree. And I'm just glad I was not on the receiving end of that black mask kick. Holy crap. You want to talk about a kick that would give you a migraine, you would think, for weeks after a kick like that. Not only that, it'll probably give you a damn concussion, boss. I mean, how devastating that kick right there is, boss. It's just absolutely surprising to me that Aquatic uh, Sinamas didn't have a concussion after a kick like that. I agree with that. Uh, also, uh, here tonight on SmackDown, 
Uh, we've seen uh, DIY, Johnny Gardano and Tomasa Champa uh, in action against Azor and Seamus Tabar in 11 minutes and 38 seconds. And we've seen Johnny Gardano and Tomasa Champa DIY defeat them here tonight. The bar uh, seemed like they did not take uh, DIY seriously here tonight. They were out there joking around in the back, making fun of them. What did you make of all this, uh, Hibley Airway? Well, I tell you what, it was a fantastic match here. And uh, I agree that the bar absolutely underestimated their opponents here tonight. And when you go in underestimating your opponents, nine times out of ten, you're going to go out there and you're going to lose the match. So, basically, the bar just basically had to swallow their own pride there and their own words right here tonight. And maybe next time that they face DIY, maybe they'll take them more seriously, boss, because if they would have seen what DIY does in NXT, and we all know it, we've seen their videos, we've seen what they do at TakeOver, they absolutely take it to the next level. They take it to the next level of a stream. And I was very impressed with Johnny Granano and Tomasa Champa. Now the bigger question is, on NXT, are we going to see DIY come together on that brand as well? Or are they just going to be together here on Raw and SmackDown? That's a good question right there. Uh, I thought it was a fantastic match, and I, I totally agree with you that the, I think the bar just totally underestimated their opponents here tonight, making fun of them and laughing at them, and, and that's totally not cool. And Johnny Granado and Tomasa Champa shut them up here tonight. Also, uh, here tonight, uh, we've seen Oscar uh, come out. They had a little interview with Oscar. Oscar wants to know who her next opponent will be for uh, Fastlane. And then Mandy Rhodes comes out. We also see Lacey Evans come out in this contest. Lacey Evans uh, throwing her two cents into this match here. Obviously wanting to face Oscar maybe. Mandy Rhodes defeats Asuka in 9 minutes and 57, uh, 50 seconds here, excuse me. Uh, what did she think of this contest, uh, Hillbilly Airroy? Well, I thought it was a, a fantastic match, but uh, I think the WWE Universe wants to see Lacey Evans versus Asuka. I mean, how awesome that match would be. It was great to see Mandy Rhodes here tonight. I mean, she's stunning and beautiful as all get out. But at the end of the day... I think the WWE Universe, what they really want to see is Lacey Evans and Asuka lock it up. And I believe that that match between them may happen at Fastlane, boss. Indeed, it may. We're going to have to wait and see who uh, Asuka's opponent will be for Fastlane. We're going to have to wait and find out. But it was a great match here tonight, um, and nonetheless. Uh, we also, ladies and gentlemen, we've seen Ricochet in action here against Eric Young. He defeated Eric Young in 6 minutes and 41 seconds. Hillbilly Elroy, what did you think of this contest here? I absolutely was very impressed with Ricochet again. Ricochet was all over the place. He razzled, he dazzled us again here tonight. And he absolutely, like, like you said, been saying boss all night. Ricochet reminds me of like the Flash, like you just said right there, a superhero. That's best well to, to describe Ricochet, how fast and how quick and how agile he is. He's definitely an amazing superstar, and he has a bright future uh, wherever he goes. Wherever he's showcasing that, he's definitely going to be having a bright future wherever he goes, boss. I absolutely agree with that. I was very impressed with Ricochet again. Uh, he had an incredible uh, night on Monday Night Raw, and again here tonight winning uh, another impressive victory. But I, I definitely like the matchup that they did here. 
I really uh, thought that was interesting. I thought that in this match that we were going to see maybe a disqualification with Sanity being out there. But uh, Ricochet was able to, to take out all members of the Sanity all by himself. Was you very impressed with that, Hibley Eric? I was very impressed with that. And this goes to show you what a great superstar Ricochet is. He is absolutely a legend, a living legend, boss. I absolutely agree with that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, in our main event, uh, we see a six-man tag team match. AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston, they defeated Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, and Samoa Joe in 12 minutes and 10 seconds. Uh, Hilbert Arroyd, what do you think of this contest here? Well, I really thought it was a fantastic main event. I really love this main event. It was one of the most uh, action-packed main events that you could ever see. And we saw all kinds of high-flying ability in this damn contest right here. But I was very impressed that AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, and Kofi Kingston won. And what was really more interesting here tonight, boss, is that we saw Kofi Kingston, he pinned the champion Daniel Bryan here tonight. Yes, he did. Uh, what a match we've seen here. And then as soon as the match was over, Shane McMahon's music hits. Shane McMahon comes out and he drops the bomb on all of us. And he announces at Fastlane that Daniel Bryan's opponent at Fastlane will be, are you ready for this? Kofi Kingston, everyone. It will be Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan at Fastlane. Whoa, I can't, I can't describe how awesome this is going to be. Uh, this is a long overdue for Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston has been waiting for oh, well over 11 years to have this opportunity for the WWE Championship. How awesome is this going to be, Hillary Airway? And can Kofi Kingston do it at Fastlane? Well, I tell you what, boss, he definitely can do it at Fastlane, but he's definitely going to have a tall task ahead of him. But uh, beating someone like Daniel Bryan, especially knowing that Daniel Bryan's going to have Eric Rowland there by his side, and uh, some of the fans were saying that, you know, they should ban Eric Rowland from ringside at Fastlane, and that's exactly what they should do. They should do the right thing and bar uh, Eric Rowland from ringside. Anyway, we know it's going to be a fair match between them two guys uh, and let them two guys go at it. I totally agree. But, uh, you know, Kofi Kingston's been waiting 11 years, you know, for this uh, this opportunity. But look at what championship is on the line here. Uh, that equal-friendly WWE championship's on the line. Now, the question is, if Kofi Kingston becomes WWE champion, if it happens, let's just say, okay, let's just go ahead and say Kofi Kingston becomes champion. Is he going to get that equal-friendly championship, or is he going to get the real WWE championship? He'll be right? That is a very good question right there, boss. I would think that he's going to get the original WWE Championship belt, but you have a, good, a very good point there, that that, that eco-friendly championship, which nobody likes at all, that is absolutely a, a, a sorry excuse for a championship. And like you said, a, a slap in the face for any superstar that competed for the real WWE Championship belt. Well, I cannot wait for Fastlane now. Just, just thinking about that match in itself, how awesome that match is going to be. To see them two guys go at it, I just hope that we get a fair match, that we don't see no uh, disqualification or, you know, uh, outside in and run-ins. I, I really hope that, I wish Kofi Kingston all the best. Uh, cannot wait for that. Uh, we've also heard, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for WrestleMania, that uh, Daniel Bryan, uh, WrestleMania opponent, will be a, uh, a superstar returning. Who do you think that could be, uh, Hilba Airwork? Well, I tell you what, you, uh, you hit it right on the bullseye right there. I tell you what, that could definitely 
be very interesting battles. I really don't know exactly who could be his opponent, but uh, definitely could be Kofi Kingston. Uh, definitely could be Kofi Kingston again, or it could be Kevin Owens. It definitely could be Sami Zayn or, or even Batista or any of the others. I don't know who else that would be, boss. But uh, I think that would definitely be uh, best for business to see, nonetheless. I totally agree. And how about Oscar's opponent for Fastlane? Who do you think is going to be taking on Oscar at Fastlane? Well, that's a very good question. We might, uh, we may have seen Oscar's opponent. Mandy Rose may have been Oscar's opponent because she has pinned Oscar here tonight. So, I mean, there's definitely a possibility that Mandy Rose could be uh, Oscar's opponent going into Fastlane, boss. And do you think Mandy Rhodes could have any chance of becoming SmackDown Women's Champion at Fastlane if that match does happen? Oh, I definitely think she has all the great opportunity balls. Just look at her. I mean, she has all the help from the outside as well, from Sonya Deville. Will definitely probably be in her damn corner right there if that match does happen. Now, that's, uh, that's all of our results here tonight on SmackDown. What a SmackDown we had here tonight. Uh, it was so awesome to see the NXT superstars back right on the show again, right? He'll play York. It was absolutely amazing, boss. I loved it. And, you, you know, uh, Shane McMahon was talking about the more. We didn't get to see the more. I thought maybe he was talking about more of the NXT superstars coming out here and being on the show tonight. We didn't see that here tonight. But we got to see Ricochet, Alistair Black, and DIY again here tonight. And... I absolutely loved it, but I heard, you know, some of them fans talking about that maybe they should have saved it on a bigger stage, like the night after WrestleMania, bringing the guys like Alistair Black, Ricochet, DIY. And then, you know, why why aren't we bringing them in here now, and we should have saved it on a more special night at the night after a WrestleMania, how, how special that would have been. And maybe for a more special occasion, Whenever they were competing for a championship opportunity, I mean, that would have been more interesting to see, nonetheless, boss. Well, that would have definitely been a lot better. Uh, I, I totally agree with that. But uh, it was still cool, nonetheless. We loved it, right? Oh, we definitely loved it, boss. There ain't no doubt about it. We definitely loved it. I think the WWE Universe definitely loved it. Now, the, the real question is, boss, is it really going to help the ratings? Only time will tell. We'll have to find out here in the next couple of days if, if it really mattered what they just did here tonight. Did it really help the ratings or did it they did they did, did they fall back again? I have to say that they probably did get a little bit better this week on the ratings and it's gonna uh, we'll just have to wait and see when uh, when the ratings come in, boss. Okay, uh now it's time for our final thoughts here tonight. And uh how would you rate uh SmackDown here tonight, uh Hillbert Airwork? Oh it was a very good SmackDown. My final thoughts here tonight it was uh SmackDown really showed us here tonight that they could definitely put on a good show for us. And uh, having the NXT superstars coming in there really helped the show out big time in a big way. They impacted the show. They took over the show. And uh, just like uh, Johnny Gardano said, they're here to take over. That's what NXT's doing. NXT's taking over the WWE Universe. They're taking over the world. They are taking over everything that they have, have done in NXT. And they're doing it. They're branching out now here in WWE. And... Uh, I totally love SmackDown, and I tell you what, SmackDown, they definitely had to give it a perfect 10 for me, boss. It was a, a fantastic show. All right, I want to give it a, a, a 9 here. I thought it was a really good show. Uh, my my final thoughts here tonight, as I, I would say, the SmackDown was really interesting. Uh, I really love to see uh, Aleister Black 
Johnny Grenando, DIY at Thomas Champa, and Ricochet here tonight. Uh, you know, uh, I loved all of it here tonight. Uh, I think what really impressed me the most, uh, of course, I really impressed with Alistair Black, but Ricochet, his performance just stands out out of all of the, out of all of them. I don't know. It's just something about his ability, his high flying ability. He has the charisma. He has the it factor. I think they definitely they definitely need to put Ricochet on the main roster, and they definitely need to give him that green light to be WWE champion. How awesome would that be to see Ricochet hosting up the, the, the WWE championship belt, maybe at WrestleMania or somewhere down the line there. That would be absolutely, absolutely amazing, boss. And I think the WWE Universe would also love to see Alistair Black become WWE Champion. We did deliver that massive black mass right there, boss. I tell you what, like, like you said, boss, I definitely would not want to be on the receiving end of that damn kick right there, boss. All right, guys, coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, is our special guest. Uh, is another than 619, Ray Mysterio. He's coming on next here on Tucky Tack. Are you ready, guys? Gentlemen, at this time, please give it up for the 619. Ray Mysterio is our guest here tonight on Talking's Back. William Wiley from All Arabia here with the legendary Ray Mysterio. So, pleasure to be with you. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you very much for coming. So, how are you enjoying Dubai so far? Very good. I love it. I love it. It's my first time officially here. Um, being able to promote WWE 2K19, you know, added bonus character on the, on the video game. It's been four years since I've not been part of a video game, so I'm enjoying every moment of it right now. Do you miss like, being able to play as yourself? <laughs> yes, yes I do. And I wish I was more of a gamer, uh, but this is going to definitely get me back into game mode. So what do you think is special about this year's edition of the game? The big head mode. Have you seen it? That's crazy. It's awesome. I, I tell you, I, when I saw, I actually caught a part of it on the trailer that they were showing and I had to ask one of the uh, WWE 2K games rep I said I, I saw a big and I believe it was Kofi coming off the top rope I said I saw Kofi with the big head What what is that so he had to explain to me what it was and then I saw it uh, last week for the first time in the game and I loved it I freaked out I was like this is so awesome <laughs> so I think that's got to be one of my favorite modes right now but they also have the zombie mode which I have not seen, and I can't wait to see that. Yeah. That might take over. Big head mode. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
But yeah, I mean, I think the customizable aspects of the game, like for me as a fan, it's really just about making all the Rey Mysterios of yore available. I want purple suit Rey Mysterio. Ah, so you're not a uh, big fan of the Royal Rumble, the black and yellow? I, that was, I mean, it's yeah. great too. Yeah. But it's okay. just, I mean, that was the one... I think that was the first moment for me. All right, all right. So yeah. I never forget your first Raven Serial match. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's another uh, uh, feature that you can create all these matches that I've had with uh, great rivals like Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, um, you know, you name it. Uh, I had a long list of opponents that gave me the opportunity to put on a 10-star match, you know, Kurt Angle. Uh, Randy Orton was one of my favorites to be in the ring with, you know, so uh, to be able to recreate those matches again in the video game is, is actually awesome. Mm. Yeah. So let's turn to a second about, so you, you stepped away four years ago. Mm-hmm. How do you feel that you've, your perspective on WWE has changed in that time, you know, with coming back this year at the Royal Rumble? Um, do you feel like you, you look at it differently or you, you feel it differently? I mean, how, how different is the Rey Mysterio in 2018 different than the Rey Mysterio in 2014? Well, uh, the Rey Mysterio itself is definitely been the athlete and the person that has been staying more consistent with how to feel better and how to make this career how to take my career and make it longer, how to create this this person and, and be able to get more years out of my career. Having eight surgeries on my knee has been really tough, and that was one of the main reasons why I had to step away. Because as you know, uh, when you sign up to be part of the WWE roster, it's a grind. Yeah. It's a grind. And don't get me wrong, I loved every moment of it. You know, without a doubt, but there comes a time where your body just says, okay, you gotta slow down a little bit. And uh, that's when I decided to step away. So now I've been able to refocus, uh, concentrate on what works, what doesn't work for me, being able to stay fit, being able to eat the right things, take the right supplements, which sometimes you get caught up, you know, with, with your lifestyle, with traveling so much, with wrestling that uh, you lose track of what you need for yourself and that's probably the best thing that I could have done so now um, if the opportunity came back and we came to a, a mutual agreement I would be ready to come in there and, and break the house down mm. yeah do you feel like WWE and your, your conversations with them obviously you've had these you know great moments already this year do you feel like WWE is more welcome to bring you back and you know, being understanding of the fact that you can't be out there three hundred nights a year. I'll, I'll tell you this: I've never, I've never been rejected, or I've never felt rejected by WWE. If anything, uh, from the moment I left up until this moment, I've always felt like the doors have always been open, mm-hmm. and that is, is, uh, uh, I'm grateful for that. Truly, truly grateful. So, uh, they now, I believe, they do understand on why. I departed, and they definitely see my performance at the Royal Rumble. They, uh, sure, they saw uh, how I looked physically, that was an insane moment, and how I felt physically. You know, I really felt rejuvenated. You know, and that sometimes that's 
That's what we need. You know, we need to, whether it's any, any type of job, when you're grinding, uh, 24-7, 365 days a year, sometimes it's good to step away and see the big picture from the outside, not being in the middle. And I think, again, that's probably the best thing that could have happened. And now, like I said, if, if there was an opportunity to get on the table, and, uh, I was, I'm, I'm ready pretty much to, to eventually make a comeback if, the opportunities on the table. So, mm. and and not to mention that, but the fact that there's a new roster on board, and there's so many matches out there that the fans would love to see, and that I would really enjoy. You know, an AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio, um, Finn Balor versus Rey Mysterio. Not to mention, he's the one that threw me out in the Royal Rumble. So, <laughs> <laughs> no hard feelings, but yeah, if I ever do come back, I will go after him. Do you feel like you had the same mentality backstage of the Royal Rumble to going out? Because when you went out, the um, I think the response was just bigger than anything anyone expected. Like that was what people were talking about. That, I think that just goes to show the love that the fans have and how loyal, how supportive they've been throughout my 29 years of career. And it also goes to show how when you plan on giving the fans a surprise that's how the fans should react so it was a it was a surprise for the fans and and it was a surprise for me to hear the reaction that i got the ovation because my adrenaline was boy i could not get my heart from pumping that hard even after the rumble when i was backstage it was adrenaline was going full blast and that's just a feel-good moment you know and I still talk about it, and you know I get hyped up, I get hyped up just just talking about it, thinking about it. Uh, obviously, at, during the time of me running out and making my my entrance and and doing what I did in the ring, sometimes you get so caught up in in the moment that you don't really get to enjoy that that feeling. And I think that happened with me, and I enjoyed it twice as much after I sat back at my house and was able to watch the complete version of it just from me not being in the ring just me sitting back at home you know on my couch being able to enjoy it. Do you feel like being in the ring and, and wrestling fulfills you in the same way that it did when you first got in when you were 14 years old I and mean, do you feel like the love is the same or do you feel like it's a different sort of love? It, the love is definitely not gone it's, it's there it's on a different level though it's just you go through phases you go through levels in your career. And the moment that I stop feeling what I feel for this sport, that's the moment I need to step away. You know, I don't need to do this for money or or just to satisfy anybody else for this matter, you know. I think it's it's a personal satisfaction to be able to do what you love to do and to transmit that feeling to your fans around the world because that's that's genuine you know you can't fake that you can't uh replace that that just comes from the heart mm. yeah i mean obviously you were part of the the cruiserweight division in wcw and there was always that issue of the fact that it always did feel like the undercard even those of you guys were stealing the show every single night it wasn't until you were able to really go to the heavyweight that you were able to be treated like a heavyweight mm -hmm. you know what I mean so now WWE is at a place where we have a cruiserweight division as well we have 205 Live right we have a lot of guys out there who I've spoken to guys like Kalisto who, we couldn't stop talking about you when mm -hmm. we were talking about right. they idolize you wow. um, but 
they're kind of in that same situation you were back in you know, 1993. So yeah. what are your thoughts on how things are for the, for the, the cruiserweights in it, WWE today? It, it's definitely a, a, it's a transitional game. You know, you have to pretty much put in your work wherever you're placed and be the best that you can be. Mm. And when the time is right, there's going to be another opportunity for you somewhere else. I don't know where that's going to be, but you're obviously going to get spotted and they're going to grab you and put you over here in something better. You know, there's no way you can go backwards. You have to move forward. But you always have to put in the work and be the best that you can be. That's what worked for me. That's what happened to me. Obviously, on a completely different era because they didn't have a 205. They didn't have an NXT. Mm -hmm. It was either Raw or SmackDown or Nitro or Thunder at the time for WCW. Uh, I mean, I still go back and talk about my tryout match for WCW was at a Great American Bash, a pay-per-view. How do you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't see that anymore. It's just a different era. So to, to have been able to been given the opportunity to perform on such a big platform for the first time, there was no other option. Either you did great or you failed. And there was no failure for me. I just, I knew I had to succeed no matter what. Uh, you know, wrestling against Dean Lanko for the first time at a WCW pay-per-view, uh, I had to put in the work. And Dean Malenko was such a great role model for me and, and such a great mentor to guide me with the American style because it was, I knew nothing about the American style. I had been doing Lucha Libre for the past eight years. So, you know, you, you live and learn as you go through the levels of wrestling or the phases of wrestling and you have to make the best out of the situation that you're in. And I think that's what's happening right now with, with a lot of the talent. You know, whether you're on NXT or 205, you have to be the best that you can be to eventually get pulled out of there and taken to the main roster. Is there anyone you feel is really accomplishing that? I think NXT has a lot of talent. Um, I think Ricochet is, is definitely one of the guys that will eventually make it to the big roster. You know, I don't know if it's going to be Raw or SmackDown, but there's a lot of potential. And, and that whole NXT title has been floating around between three individuals that have the potential to become some of the greatest superstars uh, of the future of WWE. So, um, without a doubt, uh, there's a lot of talent that eventually is going to make it to Raw or SmackDown. Mm -hmm. You just have to be patient. There's a, there's a patience game as well. You know, you can't, uh, you have to make the, you have to make the best out of the moment that you are given. Who will be seeing you in Saudi Arabia for the country? Uh, would you like to be at? I, I would love to. I mean, that's definitely, uh, again, in my wish list because I was there for the greatest Royal Rumble and I, and I enjoyed every single moment, uh, that I participated in the, in the Rumble. So, um, who knows? Never say never, right? Yeah. And never say never. So um, anything can happen from now and November 2nd. Well, what's it that you enjoyed about Saudi Arabia when you were there? The fact that I, I it had been four years since I performed in such a big crowd. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been doing a lot of independent work, smaller venues. Uh, still, fans are fans, whether it's 10, 100, or 60,000. So 
just to be able to be around that atmosphere and around a lot of the guys that I grew up wrestling with, you know, uh, like the likes of Randy. You know, I've got along with Randy and still get along with him. Incredible. To me, he's one of the best superstars out there right now. So uh, to be able to mix it up with him in the ring and have a moment with him was, was awesome. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Awesome, man. Thank you. What an awesome interview there by Ray Macero. We learned so much there. Uh, we learned the reason why he had to leave WWE now uh, due to all his uh, knee surgeries that he had. He said he had eight knee surgeries on uh, the knee. That is unbelievable, guys. He's went through uh, a lot of hell in his Sam career and uh looks like uh he just told us uh that uh if he ever stops loving this passion of WWE or wrestling then he's going to leave at that point and I think that's a, the right thing to do uh he, where, where, do you agree with that well I totally absolutely agree with that 100% that a very interesting interview there by Ray Mysterio and I tell you what I hope that he doesn't retire anytime soon, but it, it definitely looks like to me that he's getting to this last stages of his career over here. And uh, I tell you what, it is, we just can't say thank you enough to Ray Mysterio and his phenomenal career. And uh, I think he's still got a few more left matches left in us. So let's hope that WWE puts him in matchups that we want to see. A match like uh, Ray Mysterio versus Ricochet. How awesome would that match be? I mean... Uh, Ray Mysterio versus uh, Mustafa Lee. I mean, that'll be another good match. I mean, there's matchups that they need to be putting him in before he retires, boss. I totally agree with that. There's probably uh, probably a hundred matches we could probably put with him in in a match right now. <laughs> with him in, uh, I know Ray Mysterio would be good at any match he he's in, he, and he's still performing at that level, at the high level right now, and and and. Uh, as uh, as he getting toward his last stages of his career, but he's still performing like he was whenever he was younger, and he's absolutely competing in a more intensive level here. And like he says, the uh, the love is still there, but it's on another whole another level, another another dimension. And uh, I absolutely agree with him on that one as well. All right, what an interesting interview and what an interesting talking smack we've had here tonight. I want to thank you so much, guys, for joining us here. To thank you to Hillbilly Airroy. Thank you to uh, Ray Mysterio as our special guest here tonight. A special thank you to him. And thank you to everyone that is tuning in here tonight. We want to thank you uh, we, for stopping in. We'll see you tomorrow night and uh, for NXT and then NXT UK and then a documentary of Mark Henry tomorrow night on the Big Lamp. Look up Boss Game 77 and follow me. That will be coming your way tomorrow night. Uh, we just want to thank you again, guys, and we hope everybody has a wonderful night. And we'll see you all again tomorrow night. What a night it's been, guys.
Thank you.